Yo, 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 this is your man, Absalom Williams, man, and welcome to Nabru Radio. And what we're going to do today, the topic of discussion is one of my old discussions, and it is, are you different? Now, this is part two. The first one I did with my dear friend, Charlene Funderburk. All right. And today, once again, one of my dear friends, Tay-Tay Takia Miller, she's sitting in here right now with me. And we're going to go over part two about are you different? What makes you different? Do you think you're different? What are some of the things that makes you different? In just one moment. All right, grown folk, grown folk, grown folk, and I'm right here back at you. Are you different? What makes you different? Like I said before, uh, before we had a little interlude, I have my good friend, my, I'm going to say co-host for the day, Takia Miller, Tay Tay. What's up, Tay? Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, everything's lovely, everything's lovely. Um, I did part one, Are You Different? And... Last time I had actually had Takia Miller on there when I first started it, but but it didn't come out good. Yeah, you remember it didn't come out good. So I had my good friend, you know, Charlene Funderburg, you know, with her um, podcast, Can We Talk? And Takia Miller has On the Couch. Um, but you can find both on Spotify. Um, so we're going to do this thing part two. You know, Charlene talked about the things that was made her different. And me and Tay Tay, we went down some things the first time, but unfortunately, because we did it by phone, uh, you know, the sound didn't come out great. But we're sitting beside each other now in the studio. Can we call this a studio? Well, it's a studio. <laughs> Today is a studio. It's Tomorrow a studio. might be something else. All right, all right. We're in the studio. <laughs> Doing hard. You different. What makes you different, man? There's a lot of things that can happen to make people different, and you just never know. You know, and you don't never know what's going to make you different. Um, Can you identify that? A lot of times people make you different um, or call you different. You didn't know, you know, that you were different than anybody else. Sometimes different can be weird. And, you know, you end up trying to express yourself and be yourself. And you just don't know how that's going to turn out. And so the first time I was talking to Tay Tay, um, we was talking about some of the things in her childhood and, you know, stood out from her family and what made her different, maybe dress code, some of the things. And she didn't know she was different. We we talked about um, the little white girl. Right. You know, people compared her to being a little white girl. And she's a little dark-skinned China doll, <laughs> you know, with the little dark-skinned black China look to her, you know, little chink eyes, man. So um, that may make her different in a lot of different ways. So, but what is it you think, as I, I said the first time, some of the experiences, you, you tell us some of the experiences that you had, you know, as much as you can remember, maybe as a young child, like I said, the first time, maybe as a teenager or even before, wherever you want to start mm-hmm. that you think that set you apart and not that you was trying to be, but that people let you know they called you different. It may even be, I don't know if it was your cousin or somebody say yeah. you sound like a little white yeah. girl. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. let's let's talk about what cuz said. What cuz said? Yeah. What's up, cuz? 
But yeah, my cousin always said that I was white girl because I used proper English in the projects. You know, that was not so common, especially as young as we were at that time. But um, I want to actually start off by saying that everybody's supposed to be different. Mm. Um, one of the things I say all the time is that normal is overrated. What is normal? Mm. You know, because you have to think about it. First of all, we we start with the spiritual. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. God give has given each of us our own set of identity. If, mm-hmm. if you were ever, and unfortunately to, to, to lose your life by fire and you're charred to a crisp, the they will take your teeth to determine your who you were, your DNA. Your DNA is absolutely different from anybody. Even if you are an identical twin, your, your DNA is different because God put a whole lot of time into creating us so much so that he said even the hairs on our head are numbered. Mm. So I have hair number 352 right here and hair number 1,756 over here. But God right. knows which one. He knows all of them. So he put a lot of... Um, a lot of time into creating us. He created the whole world in six days, rested mm. on the seventh, but it takes a woman nine months to create a child. Mm. So that there's a lot of work into us becoming individuals, but we don't often recognize that we spend a lot of our time trying to fit somebody else's mold. When God never intended for us to do that, we were never meant to fit in. We were supposed to stand out because we we're supposed to be different. Now, our differences come from a whole lot of things. It starts off with our DNA, and then it comes up. It goes through our upbringing, our experiences, and all of that stuff. How we how we receive it. Mm-hmm. For example, you can be a, a, a identical twin with the same upbringing, the same uh, experiences, but how you process them can be starkly different from your twin. Well, ain't that the truth? And so that that's just part of the unique nature of who we are. So like for me, well, sometimes when I tell people things that have happened in my childhood, things that I've gone through, you know, they're shocked because they're like, well, how are you all together? Because, you know, I couldn't go through that. Well, I, first of all, I'm not all together. That's how I'm perceived. But the way that I process it is a process. And some people process things better. Some people process things differently. And how you respond to the experiences in your life and the makeup of your life is individual to you. You know, I had family and friends who grew up with me in the projects that were content with being in the projects. I wasn't. I wanted to live in better. And ironically, when we moved out of the projects and moved into the suburbs, I didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like I fit in more in the projects than I did in the suburbs. Mm. So, I mean, you know, um, not to mention the things that I went through, you know, with family, you know, friends, uh, bad situations, molestation as a young child shaped my mind and my thoughts, you know, um, being raped as a teenager, you know, shaped my mind and my thoughts, you know, uh, bad relationships at home and the family wasn't close to my mom. Me and my stepfather would get into fights literally, you know, all of this shaped me. The fact that my father wasn't there, you know, and knew that I existed, but rejected me for 27 years, that definitely affected me, you know, um, and not just all negative stuff either. You know, whenever I meet somebody, I always expect them to say something good about me because I'm used to it. You know, they're gonna say, oh, you're so intelligent or you're so different, which I take as a compliment or, um, Girl, you, you you so pretty or whatever have you. I expect somebody to say something good in the conversation because that's what I'm used to, you know? 
you know, I, I like everything you said, man. And thank you for that self-disclosure because I guarantee you there's some people out there probably gonna have some of them same experiences and don't realize that that shaped and mold them into the person that they are and how they deal with life and um, their emotional makeup, their mental makeup, everything. You know, so that was that was very courageous. I didn't know she was going to get into some of those things, guys. But, yo, that's what this is all about, man. You know, we sit here. Um, hey, that's why she's on the couch. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> she's on exactly. the couch because she's going to keep it real, keep it honest and, and self-disclose and, and talk about some of the things, man, that, you know, like she said, she didn't want to keep it all negative. She talked about some positive things from um, the projects to the suburbs and Yo, that's just that's just straight honesty, man. Um, like I, I talked about before. Okay, let me let me ask you this though. Audio books. Mm-hmm. What about them? All right. <laughs> well, people don't know mm-hmm. what's an audio book and what got you into audio books. Because I know you got the little nerdy side that you like. I think that's different. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, audio books, man. What's that all about? I love audio books. See, I like reading anyway, and which is ironic because if I had to read for a school, I didn't like reading those assignments, but I love to read novels, um, even some autobiographies, nonfiction, things like that. But, you know, even though I am nerdy and I like to read, my reading selection isn't what you would think. I love street lit, you know. I like romance novels, even though I'm not a romantic person. And so... Um, okay, you're not romantic. What you call you? A what? I'm a romantic. A romantic. Mm-hmm. Talk to the people about what a romantic is, real quick. An a romantic person is a person who doesn't naturally feel romantic connections with people. Okay. Um, which can be a difficult thing in relationships because, ironically, even a romantic people still want relationships. But you know, it's hard, especially being a woman, because men expect you to be romantic. So then they do the romantic gestures. And I don't respond. I don't know how to. There's, you know, there's a there's a, a button missing in me, you know, that that make me swoon over the romantic stuff. I, I, I just don't feel it at all. You know, and is it due to some trauma response? It may be, you know, but I don't I don't respond to romance and I'm OK with that. Now, she 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 now I'm glad she said that. And I wanted to touch on that because a lot of times, man, you got the typical, you know, Average woman out there, and they—they, they, he ain't got no romantic bones. You know, I need some rose. I need some roses. Now you got a whole woman right here. Y'all heard it <laughs> right here. That broke it down. She like audio books, and she's a romantic. You know, mm-hmm. so listen, you can't, you know, just jump on them stereotypes and jump on the bandwagon that go thinking because you may make somebody uncomfortable thinking that you know. Hey, this woman's got to have flowers. Uh, you doing all the masculine, gentleman-like things, man. She may be more gentleman than you. I, mean, you <laughs> no, know. I don't know about that. I, I can be a little manish at times, but no. I mean, you know, I'm not opening no car doors for my man. No, sorry, it's not going to happen. Oh, come on, come on. No, you, no. Can, you can get it yourself, buddy. Is that getting into the romantic side, though? You know, maybe well, the car door is kind of romantic, too. Maybe that's what it is. A lot of people perceive it as romance. I honestly, for me, I perceive it as an expectation. An expect. Oh, an expectation. Okay. expectation. Okay, talk to me about the expectation. That's nothing that make you different <laughs> and stuff like that. Like she, what she's saying, she ain't finna fulfill your expectations. If you fulfill your expectations, you just gonna get disappointed with dealing with her. She ain't opening no doors, and don't be trying to hold her hand. Oh, Peter, Ooh. Peter. Yeah, do what? Not. What? what? Talk to me. Talk to me. So we getting into it. We getting into it. Talk I do to not me. Not do PDA. Public displays of perfection. Don't come trying. 
trying to uh, hold my hand in public and, and, and hug on me. And I just, I don't, I tense up. And it's not a slight to the person I'm mm-hmm. with. I may care about them. You know, I, I'm real affectionate, which is funny, but I save my affection for inside closed doors, private time. You know, I'm not going to be all affectionate out in public. I just, it's just not me. I, I don't feel comfortable with it. It's not part of my makeup. I wish you guys could have just saw her face when I said PDA. <laughs> and when she said when she said that, ooh, man, she had to hold hands with up in the air. It looked like Florida Evans of a good time. <laughs> damn. Damn, 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 James. <laughs> It was the whole damn damn thing went up there, man. She, hey, she just didn't say it. We just said it just now, though. Say, watch they go to the PDA. Yeah, no, I don't. Mm-mm, PDA no. audio books, man. What else we say? Yeah. Uh, PDA audio, yeah. audio books and something else we said. I, I forgot. Y'all, y'all, y'all may remember, yeah. but then it goes a third one. Oh, a romantic. Oh yeah, A-romantic. yeah, a romantic. That's what we talked about first. The a romantic, a romanticism. I had to understand what the heck she meant. Man, I had to understand what talking to this woman. What the heck a unicorn? Talk to me about a unicorn. A unicorn. Oh my gosh. So I met a unicorn recently. It didn't work out, but it's okay. You know, it just gave me hope that the realization that unicorns exist. So a unicorn is a mythical creature, you know. If you look at a picture of a unicorn, it's a horse with a horn and it flies. And I mean, you know, hey, does this really exist? And for me, you know, there are certain type of men that I like and it seems like they don't exist. So when you find one, that's your unicorn. And so like for me, for example, I I don't really get into the, the thugs or super hard and and just whatever i like a man that's nice and 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 nerdy oh man see don't nothing turn me on than more than a nerd i love you a nerd audio books look for this <laughs> book my now it's funny because my audio books be street fiction street mm. fiction but i love a, i love an intelligent man mm. you know um I want them to be nerdy. I want them to be kind. I want them to 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 be gentle, except in the bedroom. But you know, so Ooh, okay, we're gonna get into that too. She telling her business, y'all. Except in the bedroom, you hear that? Look, I mean, <laughs> you ask what this is. What makes me different? I want you to be a nerd, you know, to the outside world. You know, now that other side, I want to reserve that for the bedroom, and we're not gonna even show it in public because I don't do PDA. You know, so I mean, you know, so anyway, you heard that. In public, she wants to be prim and proper and all that stuff and cool, calm, and, and collected. But in the bedroom, can we say from the windows to, to the wall? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> look, and my Bible says that there's no... Hey, see, we talk about from the windows to the wall, then we went to the Bible. Look, I feel so good. <laughs> look, I'm different. I have no problem with saying that I'm different. I'm different. You yeah, know? you different. <laughs> But like I said, my my Bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled. So to me, that says that I should be able to try and do and take part in anything that I want to in that bedroom with my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and we're going to try it. We're going to try it at least once. And if we don't like it, then we just put it on the shelf and we're going to try something else. Uh oh, we're going to put it on the shelf. But she's going to sit you up on the shelf, guys. Look, man, <laughs> it might get like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like I said, from the window to the wall. Oh, skip. Let me stop, man. <laughs> I get too excited <laughs> up in here. You know, but yo, man, that's what makes people different, man. I mean, you know, we all got different things that make us different. Sometimes you got to discover what that is that makes you unique. My voice, um, before I even got into podcasting, man, 
people would say certain things about my voice. And then I was like, huh? I started hearing that for years. I think I talked to you mm-hmm. about podcasts. And we yeah, were talking I told about you a long time ago yeah. you need to do a podcast. Yeah, we was, and I'm like, I mean, I don't know how to get started, what the heck to do. Then the messages for, I think it was what, two weeks straight, about mm-hmm. one week, three, two weeks straight, I kept hearing it. Um, over and over, people. And then my neighbor came to me. He was like, "Man, you got a radio voice, man." I was like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all got something different about us that makes us stand out. And I may sound like somebody to you, but I don't hear me, you know. And so we start doing the things, and it worked, man. People start liking some of the stuff, you know, that I did. And I hope if you're listening. You like the voice too. <laughs> you know, it's my trademark. So hopefully you like the voice and it's, it's everybody's voice is kind of unique to them. It's part of your signature, man, whether it's a singing voice or speaking voice, you know, whether you're doing poetry, whether you're doing um, acting, you know. Preaching. Yeah, preaching. That's good. Um yeah, man. Whether you're in the bedroom, you got that bedroom voice. You know, you sound like baby. Why you come here, baby? You sound you know? like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was Barry White as a frog. Yeah, as a frog. That was him. Barry need a throat lozenge. Get get him man some water, Oh my gosh, she clowning me on my show, y'all. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> he ain't gonna never invite me back. Come on my show, talking on my show, talking jump, man. Get out. <laughs> nah, man, it's all good. That was a bad invitation. I got. I could have did Kermit though. Yeah, yeah I mean, know. <laughs> I was closer to Kermit. Closer to Kermit. Oh my god! All right, well, I was closer to Kermit with that one, man. So that go the voice. <laughs> so just keep your voice don't, don't, don't no imitations I mean and that goes to show I mean that, that's, that goes back to what we're talking about being different yeah. people try to fit in different modes and they don't fit and yeah. so they end up yeah. not looking right or that's not true. sounding right that's so true. they're too busy trying to be Somebody that person yeah, yeah. you know you yeah. be you you know yeah, I think even uh, Dr. Seuss wrote a book about mm-hmm. being you there's no other you but you and be you know nobody can be you or than you or something like that he was saying with his crazy words but yeah I mean and Dr. Look, Seuss wrote something like yeah. that mm-hmm. well he was getting down man yeah. hey Dr. Seuss was cool man yeah. he he was cool man I'm telling I like Dr. Seuss mm-hmm. the cat he had some rhymes for you behind boy yeah. you know and that rhyme I wasn't even trying to rhyme man. that rhyme I ain't Dr. Seuss though you know, I got some Barry White going on. Barry White going on. That's still Kermit mm-hmm. the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit <been> smoking. I know Mr. T got you stressed oh out. Oh my God. She said, Kermit, and I don't even smoke. So <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone, man. Yeah, just, just stick with the absolute oh, voice. Oh, boy. The absolute voice works. The absolute Barry, voice works. Okay, don't, the Barry. Don't go for, don't go for Barry. Go, now, let Barry be Barry. But I'm saying, though. You no. Know, so, mm-mm, okay, now that don't work. All no. right. Hey, hey, man. This is my show. Look, I'm, I'm doing. Like Look, I'm trying to help you keep your list. They like your voice. They don't like your imitation of, of, of Barry. And you see why she's the co-host, man. Yeah, y- y'all believe she talked to me like this? She got the nerve to talk to me like. That. I ain't scared of it. I That's think right. I got you by a couple of That's pictures right. too. So oh, okay, yeah, I'm short. <laughs> she do. She taller than me. 
See that? It went there again. I don't see. All right, all right, people. <laughs> we having too much fun in here, man. It's, I didn't even know it was going to end up like this, man. We just say, hey, let's do this thing. You know, all you different, you know, off the cuff, nothing scripted. And uh, we having a ball, man. Hey, but listen, that's some of the stuff right there, people. Um, are you different, man? I, I don't even know. What else to say? Because I done had so many laughs now and <laughs> I done got picked at, ridiculed. And, you know, I love it though, man. We're going to turn this into a little comedy. <laughs> but uh, hey, you got anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I'm going to see my voice, my octaves. Anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Someone from Barry? Yeah, she done took me. I don't know what's going on over here. So she do me. You know, <laughs> That's the brother thing back in the day. Man, you can't, you tired, turkey, man. <laughs> we get excited. We don't go low, man. We go, man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Back in the day, sucker. <laughs> Can you believe, man, brothers used to talk like that? I'm serious. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and thought and it, and it was. That was that was the cool. And then when they did the finger thing, you know, like, you know, yeah, sucker, let me tell you, put the finger <laughs> like down. Giant turkey. Yeah, I don't know. The hand down, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I can't y'all can't see Picking me. Picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, man. They got the fly guy hat on, <laughs> Huggy Bear. Right. <laughs> hey man, Huggy Bear was cool though. Huggy Bear was a dude, man. Well, before my time, yeah. I'll take you. You remember close. Huggy Bear? Oh, we got we got a YouTube that one. Okay, we got, got a YouTube Huggy Bear. Right. Let her listen to Huggy Bear because I'm telling you, man, that was what was that Starskin Hutch? Okay, I think it was on Starskin Hutch. Well, see, she was listening to audio books. <laughs> she don't know anything about that. The little nerd was listening to audio well, books. They didn't have audio books back then. You know then, what I'm saying? saying? I don't know well, when. They they know, actually, they had what? like little books on tape. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, when did they come out? Do you remember when audio books came out? I don't remember exactly when they came out. Like I said, I remember being a kid listening to books on tape, mm-hmm. and then who does that, y'all? Who really, I mean, how many African Americans do you know really as well, a kid? It's probably more than you know. You it just, might be. They just scared know. to say it. Right, because it's different. And don't nobody want to be saying it's different. See? You know? See, but, say that again. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, so they start off with the books on tape. And then I remember several years back, I would go to the library and they'd have these little self-contained uh, things that look like an eight track almost. But you plug your headphones in it and it played the music, the the audio book that way. You know, then you could get them on MP3 and download them to your computer. And, you know, now you can just, everything's in the cloud. You can download the app. I got over 100 titles in my audio book collection. Most of them are, like I said, street fiction, but some are Christian fiction, you know. Um, some are self-help books. Street you know? fiction. She got some, some thug. See, that's that thug in her coming yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah, I got some thug in me. I'm part yeah. thug, part white girl. I mean, yeah. go figure. Now you're a mixture then. Yeah. That's what makes you different. That's yeah. what this is all about, man. Exactly. Being different, man. Shoot, mm-hmm. it's, it's some white girls that got some black mm-hmm. girl in them, some thug, yeah. and, you know, they probably listen to some, some street fiction too. But yeah, I'm sure. Shoot, they doing TikTok street fiction now. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> right. It ain't even on audiobook. They just, you know, they twerking and everything nowadays, man. You know, so I don't care if you're white, black, Latina, whatever you do, man. Do you, man. Be you. Yeah. Be who you are, man. That's what makes you and who you I'm are. It. Yeah, man. I, I'm done, man. What you got to say? Tell the people something before we end this thing. Just that, you know. Embrace your uniqueness. Embrace your weirdness, you know. Just be you and do you. Just know that there's nobody else that can be you better than you. And the world needs you. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be here. So own it 
and and I would say own that stuff, but you know, I'm gonna try to keep it clean. So own it, you know. Own that schizel. All right. <laughs> you know, be proud of who you are. And the funny thing is, that's part of what draws people to you. The people you're supposed to have in your life are drawn to you because of your uniqueness. Mm, 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 mm. Yo, y'all heard it here straight from Tekeria's Miller's voice right there, man. Tay Tay herself. Um, yo, are you different, man? I, I don't know if we did this different. We did it like in a way that's a little bit odd, but we had fun doing it. Yeah. So, yo, hey, I'm your host, Absalom Williams, man. I appreciate you guys listening to Nabru Radio. Nabru is a people. We are a community. It's not about them. It's about us. Peace, love, hair grease. I love to do that. I don't know why. Just back in the 70s thing, man. Because I was born in the 60s. So, you know, it's that whole 70s thing. Just I love funk music, you know. You know, give it to me, baby. That Rick James and, you know, Confunction, Lakeside, all them cats, man. So, you know, um, I love the funk. You know, we're keeping it live. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it honest. And we are keeping it Nabru. And we are out of here till next time. Bye. Bye.